Hey there, and welcome to the Best Day Ever podcast. I'm Maddie. And I'm Noah, and we are on a quest to make every normal day the best day ever. We hope that this podcast helps you do the same. If you enjoy your time with us, make sure to subscribe and share it with a friend. It helps more than you know. Without further ado, let's jump in to the episode. Hey guys, before we jump into today's episode, I want to let you know about something really cool that we're doing every single Monday of 2022. It's called the 123 text message. Every Monday, we're sending out a text with one encouraging scripture, two helpful tips, and three resources. They might be books, they might be articles, they might be people that you should follow on Instagram, they might be worship songs. It's different every week. It's super fun. We literally have over 750 of you who have already signed up. It's totally free, and we're not texting you any other time during the week, but on Monday mornings, one time with the 123 text. If you're interested, all you have to do is send us a text right now at 1-813-669-7309. Text us at 1-813-669-7309. Zero nine. This is gonna be the best day ever. This is gonna be the best day ever. Wake up. Top of the morning. The bacon is crispy. The coffee is pouring. Welcome back to the podcast. Happy Monday, guys. Hope y'all are having a great start to your week. A Cheerio day. <laughs> I've always thought that I have a really good British accent and really good Australian accent. Mm. Like whenever we go to Outback. (laughs) You worked at Outback, is that why? (laughs) I did work at Outback for like three years. I know the full menu by heart. I wish you could still get me some free um, Bloomin' Onion. No, can't do that. Don't look at the calories on that thing. Oh, or maybe we should. No, did you know that it is... (laughs) One of the worst things that you can eat. Yeah, I think I think it's 2,200 calories for one of them. And I get it every single but, time. But to be fair, like let's make ourselves feel better here. When we get it, it's not like you eat the whole thing by yourself, right? You'd have to eat the whole thing by yourself to, to partake in all those calories. Very true. But I, I do feel like even half of that is still a lot of calories. I have eaten one by myself before. Well... You don't look like it, so it's fine. It, it didn't. It doesn't. Hey, congratulations, uh, Maddie. You officially have flown on five airplanes with an Ooh. infant, with a newborn. Yeah, I don't, I don't know when we can stop using the term infant or newborn, but three months of age, and I was absolutely terrified. One, packing I have to get better at. Yeah. I don't think Noah's gonna allow me on another trip no, if I'm I not. don't if I don't minimize packing at least uh, one less suitcase next time. Yeah, but we brought more suitcases than we did diapers. I feel like. Well, okay, <laughs> if, but the diapers, you know, we needed the diaper. Well, I filled an entire suitcase full of diapers because I was so terrified. Which in reality, we could have bought diapers. Yeah. If we ran out. So it's that not like was, they don't have CVSs. Yeah. Hey, you know, you, you live and you learn. But little man did so good. Yeah. He only had three blowouts. <laughs> on the planes. On the planes. And but other than that, he slept. And maybe the people whole people time. might not know what we talked like like before we had a kid and if you had said like we had three blowouts, what I would think that you're talking about is like 
lion had three temper tantrums. What you mean is he like pooped his pants. I think most people know what a blowout is. If not, though, yes, it is to the point where... It blows out the sides. Yeah, it blows it blows out the sides, and all of a sudden you're like, "Disgusting!" Oh, we talked about his poop last time. We did. We gotta stop talking about poop. This is not a poop podcast. This is the best day ever. But there's not like many places you can change a baby on a plane, or that's you know comfortable. So I had to like wrap his butt in his burp cloth. But other than that, he slept the entire flight. Like, we had long flights too. It was it was like from here hours? to California, from Georgia to California, one of them. And he slept the entire time. So five flights, a total of about like 12 hours on a plane. And there was only 30 minutes, yeah. literally the last 30 minutes sweating. of our trip coming back from California to Georgia he lost his ever-loving mind on that he plane. He did. But the people around us were so sweet. They were like, do you do you need me to move? Do you want me to help you? And I'm like, yes, help. I think, but he, I think that the good. listeners need to know how bad it was, though. I think that they need to understand that for 11 and a half hours, we had a peaceful babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in seat 10A. <gasps> and then all of a sudden, the last 30 minutes of flight. I tried feeding him guys i fed him like what he four times sounded like he was auditioning for a screamo band yeah it was while, bad. it's like he saved it all up yeah no it was impressive i really feel like um a lot of sports teams would have really benefited from a voice like that in their student section uh it was it was incredible so we made it um i've noticed that on flights our our flight like activities of choice have changed a little bit uh like how so like before i don't sleep yeah before like (laughs) as soon as we got on the plane maddie would open up the tray table you can only do this if you're like under five foot three she would open up the tray table and like bend down and contort her body and (laughs) somehow fall asleep the entire flight and and it would be like before we would even take off i would look over and And she would be out cold i can't help it anything that's moving puts me sound to sleep yeah but also i get so i get motion sickness so easily and so especially on planes so i've just found that when i fall asleep i don't feel as you know sick. hard to be sick when yeah, you don't know what's to, going it's on it's hard to be sick when you're asleep so i used to fall asleep and now i can't so now i read Or I stare at Lion and just think about every possible thing I haven't thought about in the last 24 hours. I normally read or watch a movie, but I've been listening to more music. Yes, you have, which I am loving. Guys, since Noah has met me, he has, him and his family has all, like they've always just joked on me about being from Alabama and how oh, it's just easy my to accent do. It's just is easy. so Southern, especially when you get me fired up. It definitely comes out. And so I've always loved country music. Yeah. And Noah did not like country music. And out of nowhere, guys, just like one morning he woke up and he's like, hey, babe, have you ever heard of this guy named Thomas Rhett? No, 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 no. For, first of all, it's not that I just woke up loving country music. It's that one morning I just woke up and realized that I am an urban cowboy. Like, like uh, I am a cowboy. 
No, I'm being serious. I just I can't take you seriously. I feel like I I feel like I've missed my calling. Slick back hair and a gold chain and an urban cowboy. I'm telling you I'm for, getting you some cowboy boots. I'm already making my Christmas list. There is a cowboy hat on it this year. And I've had more than one person tell me that I remind them of Tim McGraw. And so but I would like to hmm. I would like to clarify. I, I'd like to see that comparison. <laughs> I would like to clarify to all the listeners out there that it's not that I love country music i think most of what i've heard on the radio of country music i think is absolute garbage oh or or as the kids are saying it's absolute garbage what i prefer (laughs) is my playlist on spotify which i'm calling the wild west playlist Mm. and it's like real country music it's like real it's like music that you listen to it's, it's music is. that cowboys listen to when they're about to do a draw where they like have their backs to each other and the guns in their holster, but they're not allowed to grab it until someone says go and then they turn and shoot. That's the music that's playing in that moment that I'm listening to as I'm driving down the road. It's not it's not one of these hey. country girl, shake it for me, girl. Shake. It's not that. It's not that garbage. Oh, Hey, don't it's, hate. It's real country, babe. Don't hate. I'm a I'm a real cowboy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is just cracking me up. I'm I'm loving it, but it makes me laugh so much because I just look at him and that the countryside is the last thing that I would have yeah. ever imagined, but I love it because that's just a part of me. I like to keep you on and your so toes. Now, what can I say? I love it, babe. Hey, I, I guess you could say that you think my tractor's sexy. <laughs> M- moment of silence, please. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, what are we going to talk about today? Today, guys, the the most fun topic there is. I'm just kidding. I, I did not like talking about this. It's money. We're going to talk about money. I like money. talking about money. If I'm receiving it, that's or spending it or spending it. That's <laughs> that's, your that's super fun. Um, but uh, when it comes to sharing money with someone else, not that I don't like giving, you know, it's just I've never had to share my bank account until I got married. Yeah, it's it's just different. I think the way that people look at money is so is so different, and a lot of it's just dependent on so many different factors. It could be. You know the way you grew up. It could be uh, how much money you have, how much money you don't have. It could be where you live. It could be your friends. There's so many different things, and so I think that we had really different views of money before we got married mm-hmm. because of those different factors. It's not that one of them was right or one of them was wrong per se. Um, they were on opposite ends of the spectrum, though. <laughs> when we got married. Um, I made less money than Maddie did, but I had a significant, uh, significantly. I think someone stole from me. Someone <laughs> stole it out of my bank account. I'm just kidding, guys. I had a lot more money in the bank than Maddie did somehow, and we were like, or I was like, hey, like. He was excited. He was like, "This girl lives at home with her parents. She's got a job. So she's gonna her. have all she's this gonna money. have all this saved." And then when we got to the engagement part and started talking about finances and how we were gonna handle that and you know all what that looked like, yeah. And he saw it and he was like, "So I was like, so where's the rest where's of it? Where's the rest of it?" And I'm like, "I had a really really fun trip. I and went then on when I helped you move from your parents' house to our new house. I realized where the rest of it was." Hey. <laughs> 
That is not true. It is definitely not within my like my clothes. Yeah. Yes, spent, some of it spent, was, but it was more experiential. You have a good amount of clothes, but you've you've gotten better in in uh, in the amount of clothes you have. I will I will say that Maddie spent most of her money on experiences, trips, and friendships, mm-hmm. and I'm okay. glad that she did. So we have a no shame policy on the way that we spent money before. It's okay. We, um, I guess. Let's start from this perspective. We're married. I know that many of you listening to this are not married, but the way that we view finances is as a team. And if you're married, we would highly encourage that. Like Mm -hmm. you see each other as a teammate. When Maddie um, does well with money, I do well with money. When we're being good stewards together or one of us is being a good steward, it's both of us. When one of us is being a bad steward, it's both of us. And so you got to see each other as a team. If you're single, you're kind of a one-man island, but you can learn how to handle money, how to treat money correctly while you're single so that it carries over into your future marriage one day if you decide to get married. Which, looking back, I wish that I would have. Yes, I loved everything that I did, um, but I do regret a little bit more so, like, if anything, just have the knowledge. Yeah. I think, like, go ahead and, and try to learn as much as you possibly can with things that you can do with your finances, like, ways that set you up for the future to where you don't have to worry about it one yeah. day. Um, I just didn't think about that because it just doesn't sound fun. But just two years, you know, like, later, it's crazy how it's only, like, a two-year difference, two- or three-year difference. and. Yeah. Now I love talking about finances and now I want to know like how to better like invest our money and like where it's going and what we're doing with it. Um, I feel like a big part of that is that over the past two and a half years that we've been married, we both have educated ourselves so much more on money. Not because we're like, here's how we're in ministry. We're, we're not. Uh, <laughs> we're not the owners of a bank, okay? Not wiping my butt with a dollar bill. <laughs> but um, but I, I do think that all of us, no matter how much we make, God wants us to be good stewards. Yeah. Um, and it's not just with our money, but because we're talking about money right now, that's what we're going to focus on. But being a good steward, I think a part of that is being educated, educating yourself um, in finances and how to be just the smartest person that you can. And I think that two and a half years ago, we weren't as educated as we are now. And I think that that's a big reason why money no longer is like something that we would try to avoid talking about. It's something that we get excited talking about, not because we're like in this pursuit of money, but because we really feel like money, um, well, the things that we want to do in life, even giving like this, something that Noah brought to my attention because, I love gift giving. Yeah. Um, But he was like, Maddie, if you're not a good steward of your money, you know, starting now, then how are you ever going to even have enough to give to people like the way that you want to? And so I never even looked at it that way. Um, And so I think that, you know, that kind of perspective, no matter what you want to do in the future, whether you enjoy gift giving, whether you have this dream of yours that you want to do, whatever it is, like it starts right now wherever you are in life and being a good steward of it so that you can yeah. do those things. Okay. So I have a question for you, Noah. I want to just say this thought because okay. uh, I it just, I was trying to think of like this, uh, a way to put it while you're talking. We have figured out, not figured out, we are learning and actively trying to make sure that money is not our master, but we've mastered money. 
if that makes sense like Ooh. we want it to serve us that's good and not the other way around yeah and so that's what the goal of this conversation is hopefully we can help also with a little bit of financial education um but i don't know what were you gonna say no i was just gonna ask you like if you had which i, I know this would be hard because it's money in general is just such a broad topic but if you had one piece of advice for somebody that um, has a full-time job um, and let's just say that they're either single or they are dating or they're even engaged but just outside of um, marriage context what would be your advice to them as far as money goes yes I know it's a pretty broad question I think it's more to do with being content because like whenever I'm not a good steward with money, I'm normally making impulsive decisions with money. Mm -hmm. I'm normally thinking about what I want now versus what I want in the long term. So what I want now is, oh, I want to buy that new pair of shoes or I want to buy like another jacket or another hoodie or, you know, I want to go out to eat again. Like I'm thinking about what I want right now in this moment today versus what I want long-term. I wanna be able to buy a house for our family. I wanna be able to buy a car to get me to and from work. I wanna be able to invest money into our retirement so we don't have to worry about, you know, these things that if I were to put both options, a hoodie and a house on the table, I definitely want the house more. Yeah. But because I'm giving into this this need for instant gratification, I'm, I'm missing out on what my money really should be going towards. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that is actually something that um, I really wish I would have learned quicker because uh, a lot of money stuff is not necessarily a a financial strategy as much as it is a heart issue where like if if we could truly be content with, with what we have, we would just naturally be better with money. And so yeah. my suggestion would be no matter how much you make, like look at how much you make on a monthly basis, however you want to break down your budget, weekly basis, monthly basis, and go, okay, this is what I make. How can I make sure that I'm living under my means? And mm-hmm. like, it doesn't mean that you don't have fun, which I guess we can talk about too, like how we, ha- we still have fun with our money and do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but just being content with normal stuff, because a big thing that I see, especially with young people, is they get used to a certain amount of money and then they start making more money and they should have more money to save, invest, spend on things that matter, give, to live generously, to tithe. Mm-hmm. And instead, they have this thing called lifestyle creep where they make more money, but they spend more money. Yeah. And then a couple years later, they make more money and then they spend more money and they never can get ahead. And it's not because they don't know how to budget or they don't know that they should be getting ahead. It's because they can't control their heart and being content with the stuff or yeah. the lack of stuff. That's so true. And so I think that that's, that would be my number one tip is be okay with not having the flashiest stuff. It doesn't matter anyways. No one, no one's impressed by your stuff. Like I see people drive by in a really nice car. You know how long I think about it? A second. If that, I'm like, Because that's oh, how long sick. it takes me to drive by. Yeah, I'm like, oh, sick, cool car. You know what I'm never doing after that? Thinking about that moment again. <laughs> but we spend all this money. But to- we, we, we enjoy, like, okay, I agree with everything that you're saying. So if you can pick up on the sides of the spectrum that Noah and I are on, Noah was on the make money, penny pincher, don't spend, a, <laughs> don't spend anything, save everything side of it. Yeah. I was on the make money, spend it all. 
<laughs> basically say we've been really good for each other yeah we, we really have and so something that like is something that i said something twice that is super important to both of us um for anybody that you know is engaged or if you are listening and you are married um we think it's super healthy that once you do lay that foundation on where you guys um are financially and where you're putting your money um if you know you don't know no and i are followers of jesus so we tithe first that's something that not a lot of people talk about our age as much anymore but we feel like is so important um it's biblical and it's something that is just very important to us so that we do so tithing and and you know everything else where your finances will be going and then at the end, we always, always make sure that we have fun money yeah. because you can't live a life where you're yeah. just like so strict on money. Yeah. And fun money. I guess money, you could, but it just I mean, sounds you could. Lame. Yeah. It just doesn't sound like, I just feel like that cre- that can create more tension in a relationship. Totally. Yeah. Um, and then you're not leaving room to enjoy each other or yeah. enjoy what you both like as individuals. So not all moments require money. But some of them do. Yeah, some of nowadays. A lot of them do. They yeah, they do. So. But um, like, no matter how much you make, it doesn't have to be like a significant amount. Like, for example, you know, start out like every month, each of you can have it can be twenty dollars to spend on whatever you want. It could be fifty. It could be a hundred. Whatever, you know, it looks like for you. But go to the bank, take out actual cash, yeah. and hand it to each other. And be like, this is yours. You could throw it out the car window if you want. It's like we'd you, probably which, advise not doing. Yeah, that. Yeah, definitely don't do that. But <laughs> like, it's yours to spend on whatever you want, guilt free. Yeah, fun money. Maddie normally spends hers on getting her nails done, or I enjoy that. Sometimes it's clothes. Sometimes it's um, Target. Target, yeah, like random stuff for the house. I almost always spend mine on golf. <laughs> yes, um, or books. Or books. Yeah, I do spend mine on books sometimes. So that's kind of how we we. Like our main expenditures as far as like fun money would be those like activities we have like a certain amount for and then every single week we do a date night and throughout the week I feel like we intentionally try not to spend extra money and then when we get to Friday on food like yeah like specifically on food, like on food yeah food is like our biggest expense yeah just because we like to eat and it's expensive what are we gonna do when Lion starts eating human food oh my Ooh. gosh because he already eats a lot now and it's Let's oh. let's talk about this. Let's talk about um, because I, I love that you hit on how we tithe first. Like maybe you're you're listening to this and you're like, okay, I want to be good with money, but I need some practical handles on how to handle money. Um, this is kind of our flow of when money comes in. This is what we do with it. So the first thing we do. Every single month, on the first of the month, when when that paycheck hits the bank, we go straight to our church's website and we tithe ten percent. We believe mm-hmm. like that's not just an Old Testament principle; that's a New Testament thing. Um, it's a way for us to show God that money doesn't have our heart. It's yeah. a way for us to obey God's word, and um, we believe that we'll be blessed for it. Sometimes financially, sometimes in other ways, but no matter what, we believe that that's what we should do first. So we do that first, like Maddie said. But second. And this is like a game changer for us in the past year and a half. Instead of just paying bills next and instead of just like trying to kind of go through the month, um, because we've made a budget and we know exactly how much is coming in regularly, sure, there might be months where there's extra, but we know like our baseline. (laughs) 
well, we know our baseline. Like, yeah. like we're on salaries, and so we know our baseline. Um, we pay ourselves second, and this is where I think people mess up. And because it almost sounds selfish, it sounds selfish. And what I mean by this is like, like let's let's say you got a thousand dollar paycheck. Good for you. You're balling. Okay, <laughs> so ten percent. We're gonna tithe a hundred dollars, and then let's just say that our expenditures are like $500 a month or something like that. So we've got an extra $400 that we know that that month isn't going to go towards bills. So the very first thing we do is we tithe and then we take $100 and we pay ourselves. And the way that we do that is we either put it in a savings account or an investment account, which we would highly encourage. It's something that we talk to a lot of young people about like, hey, you need to be investing your money. Don't just let it all sit in a savings account because with inflation and all these different things, your money is actually losing value by sitting there. But if you could invest it in the safe investments, like... Which is crazy because I'm, I don't know for those that are listening, like you might just be way far more advanced than I was. Mm. Um, but I did not even know like simple things. I did not know that my money sitting in a savings account was actually, was losing, actually value. losing value. I yeah. thought that it was helping me out in the long run. So that's what we say. Like just the simple like knowledge on finances. You don't have to dig super, super deep and, and hire a financial advisor or anything, but just find somebody in your life that handles money well and ask them these simple questions. But totally. yeah, thought that that was crazy because I was like, savings account, surely that's like got to be the smartest thing you can do. Yeah. I've learned it's not. It's not. So pay yourself second because then what that forces you to do is it forces you to start saving at the beginning of the month instead of just saying, I'm going to let the, the month hit me and we'll see whatever's left over. When you do that, you end up not having that much left over, if anything. I've just seen it time and time again in my own life. And so pay yourself first, like pay God, then pay yourself, and then get through the month, pay your bills. And if there's even more left over at the end, after you've had fun and done all the stuff that you planned on doing, then you can put the remainder in savings or an investment account as, as well. And so we'll just leave you with this. Um, when you invest your money, like we're not going to like advise you on specific, like, invest in this or invest in that. There's a ton of great options. We um, do stocks uh, and something called mutual funds and index funds. And we're kind of thinking about getting Such into adult things. <laughs> to real estate investing. And there's probably way better podcasts out there than this one to learn yes. about those things. But just know that um, you should have a certain amount in your savings to cover a rainy day or an emergency but the rest of that money that you're saving, if you put it in an, an investment account now as a young person, which I'm, I'm guessing most of the people listening to this podcast are, you'll be so much better off and um, your money will multiply and grow. And then you'll be able to live even more generously. You'll be able to yeah. uh, help fund things that are really cool in the kingdom of God, as well as just have financial security in your life. And so don't um, be afraid of money. It can yeah. be used for huge blessings. Yeah. Um in your life and other people's lives. So yeah. being a very good steward of money is, it's a really, it's important. It's a very important thing. Yeah. I feel like that was good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we want to give a huge shout out. Everyone that's been listening. Thank you so much. You guys have been tagging us like crazy on Instagram. It's so fun to see, see yeah. who all is listening. It really is cool. Like there are a bunch of you that I didn't think would listen to this and you just are. And it's probably because of Maddie and I'm okay with no. that. So 
Uh, we want to give a shout out to our friend Rob, Rob. at Journey Church in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Woo! Rob. I bet it's cold there. It is definitely cold there. Thanks for <laughs> listening to the podcast, man. I'm really thankful for you. And uh, go check out Rob. His last name, I think you say it, Yenta or something like that. I sounded a little Spanish there. So I hope it yeah. is Spanish. Um, but you spell it like G-U-I-N-T-A. I feel like that's Ginta. I don't know. Gwinta? I don't know. Rob, <laughs> we'll leave it we up. love we'll leave you, it bro. Up to Rob. And uh, thanks Go for listening, him. man. I'm thankful for you. We're thankful for you guys listening. Yes, we are. We hope that you guys have the best week ever. Ever. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us today on the Best Day Ever podcast. Make sure to subscribe, share it with a friend, tag us on Instagram. We want to know who is listening. And if you're just feeling extra nice, leave us a review. And we'll see you later, alligator.